We've got some topics to talk about. Curtis actually put together a nice conversation piece that I uh, took a glance at earlier. Well, what I was, uh, well, what he's referring to is I was thinking about like, back in the heyday when we were really collecting comics. And I was actually uh, more specific when I, you know, how we've talked several times before. It's like when you got to that point where you knew, all right, my comic book collection is getting a little out of control. Right. Well, I went ahead and I looked up at our friends at, what is this, uh, uh, who is this? Simon Comic Distributors. Yeah. And um, I take a look, and I looked up the list of what was the top-selling books in the summer of 95. Yeah. So I mean, you were still collecting, right, Frank? No, I stopped in uh, 89. You stopped? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so 89 till, till 01, I was out. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was still collecting, and this was like I said, this is where we started getting to like, I know all the other guys they had been stopped collecting, and they were just reading my books. Yeah, yeah, I had a strong time. We had a strong time when we lived <laughs> together. We were going to the uh, mall at separate times to get our, our comic savers, and were the same books. And at some point, I was like, you know what? Why am I still buying these books when they're already in the house? So yeah. I'm just gonna read yours. On this list here, yeah, on this list list here. I'll just go ahead and read off the top 10 uh, comic books, uh, top selling comic books in 1995. You have Spawn Blood Feud, Spawn, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, Gen 13, Generation X, X-Man, X-Factory, and Lady Death Between Heaven and Hell. Also rounding out 11th and 20, you got uh, Cable, you got Sovereign <coughs> 7, I, I don't that remember is. that one. Excalibur, Spider-Man, Maximum Clonage Alpha, Amazing Spider-Man, Superman vs. Aliens, Wildcats, uh, Spider-Man, or excuse me, Pit, and Web of Spider-Man. All right. So there's that, a lot of tough. lot of cross-hatching and unnecessary pouches in that list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was looking at it, not to mention when I was looking at the top twenty. I mean, at this time, it was a bunch of image titles, right. uh, Marvel titles, and it wasn't until you got to uh, actually Sovereign 7 at number 12, that was the first DC title. That's DC. DC. Yeah, DC wasn't, wasn't hitting in 95. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not even, <coughs> not, even, not even any of their big books, though. There was yeah. no and Batman even, or Superman. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, Superman so versus Alien, that was actually a Dark Horse. Oh, well, there you that go. was that was like past the the death and return of Superman. So you had like mullet Superman around ninety five there. Yeah, it wasn't the stories were were written like the early nineties, but the art was trying hard to be new, and it, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's when they got him married and stuff. It wasn't working right there. It was definitely during that time where all the hot artists from DC and Marvel. All or jump ship, like and they league. were trying to run that image comics because oh, it, yeah. it was creator-owned books and oh, stuff. Right. Well, that was the that was the draw, right. and they what they found out was some of those like smaller uh, art houses or smaller companies they couldn't get their books out in time. I know, and, and uh, that's that's the tough part. I I was a uh, 
low-budget comic book artist for about one minute. All right, I wasn't really a comic book artist, but we were trying to do our own comic book thing at one point in time, and it's it's tough, man. When you have a life and you're trying to draw a book, so I mean, it was their actual livelihood. It wasn't even my livelihood. It was just something I like to do, and it was tough getting stuff out. I well, still I it depends on it depends on how fast you are, first of all, but. But like I we were saying the other day, I said you did, people who do that stuff professionally, they get paid for it, so they don't have another job, so they can sit there and spend right. 10 hours on it a day if they want to. And it makes a huge difference versus you having an hour here and there. Yeah, we were having, actually, yeah, we were having that conversation, and um, <coughs> I was like saying, oh, man, it's like when you do get writer's block, and you have that creative, and you're yeah. just sitting there, you're just stuck, you know, wheels know. spinning in the I've, blood. I've been there. I've been there. And then, of course, then you'll get, like, a creative burst. burst. You'll yeah. be able to get a couple of things out, and then you go right back into the... To yeah, the right back into the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, i tell you what, though, that's a that's an interesting list, because uh, just starting it out with Spawn, I mean, Todd McFarlane, that's my guy right there. Yeah. I mean, everything, the art, toys... Uh, I mean, he he built an empire. The sports, yeah. I mean, that, that was a didn't he lo- didn't he lose a bunch of his money though? Like everybody else seems to. Didn't he buy a bunch of? I know he was buying like prize winning baseballs and crap for yeah, a while there. He, that were. He, he he bought that. Uh, I want to say it was the McGuire ball. The McGuire ball. <coughs> I remember that. That was big news. That was like uh, two million. Or oh, and marking the day that was. What twenty years ago today that yeah. McGuire hit that home run because yeah. I remember it was at yeah, Ariella's Ariella's birthday birthday yeah. party, oh. which coincidentally wow. happy birthday Ariella. We were watching, watching the game. I remember that live, and the guy caught the ball. McFarlane got a hold of the guy who caught the ball and actually bought the ball. Or right. did he buy it at auction? I can't remember. That was, it was twenty, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember him buying that ball, and I was like, wow, comic book artist spent millions of dollars on baseball. But this was like pre. Yeah, he's made a lot of money since then, too. You know what he's doing now? <clears throat> you guys have kids. Have you heard of Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. Okay, the, my kid brought some Five Nights at Freddy's toys home the other day. and McFarlane toys. Oh, shit. So now he's got his finger on that. So he's still licensing out things that are getting him well paid. Yeah, I would uh, jump in and piggyback in on that. The, that Walking Dead craze and Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, he is, McFarlane Toys are making the toys. Making the toys. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, so he still makes a lot of a good uh, chunk of change off of licensing and making good figures. Though those McFarlane figures have started to kind of, the last couple that I saw, like, you know, if you leave them hanging in the package, they're cool, but if you take them out, as soon as you touch something, like a limb is going to fall off almost immediately. They're not meant to be touched. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah, they're, those are... Uh, well, they're not, they're, they're not action figures. They're, they're not even average. They're dolls. <laughs> <laughs> they're collectibles. They're, yeah, they're display collectibles or something like that, but yeah. Some of them are, are not very poseable anyway, right? Yeah, no, they're not. They're not poseable. It's like, like... You still have that spot? You know they're not... Man, the kid opened it. Oh man, I he had, had a nice uh, collectible spawn for years in the package. Uh, it was dusty spawn and violator. Yeah, and it was like a man. It the, was the, it was a two pack of both of them in it. That was one of those things that I think I caught that when I was maybe sixteen, maybe seventeen, maybe a, a little. You, you were probably a little bit older because uh, it was like 90, 
93 when that came out. So yeah, had that had that some bitch in the box, the collectible box for years. Box was pristine. I mean, yeah. it was it was dusty, but it was like yeah, the dust mold has been aged like a fine wine. Oh <laughs> man, I think Canaan uh, was like six or seven. Justice was probably three or four. And then I came home and some bitch was crying. I saw the box yeah. on the floor and my heart sank. That's one of those situations, though, where it's like, why does that have this toy in his room? We should be playing with this. Yeah. Uh, if you want to break, <laughs> you did that, boy, oh, boy, would there be some sparks because he's got a lot of stuff in a lot of containers. Uh, don't touch yeah, it. As a matter of fact, the two youngest here, you know, had that little situation with Kane and Justice when they were young. Uh -huh. Then you cut Chase five years later. You got Sebastian and Slayton mm -hmm. when they were young, and I had some other collectibles. And these ones I had up in the boys' room because I was like, all right. So it was in Kane and Justice room, and they were on the wall. Yeah, the box had them up on the wall for a display, and they they climbed up on the bed, got those, and cracked them open so they could play with them. And I was like. So Frank, <laughs> you know, not touch daddy's toys. Uh, he always had stuff up in his room, and he never really, you know, it was always higher up, so he couldn't. But he always just wanted to play with his own toys. So uh, I, I never, I mean, I'm sure I did, but I never really had to tell him no because he uh, he just looked at this stuff was too high up until he got old enough to know better. Mm, there you go. So, so there's your takeaway. Keep yeah. it high. <laughs> Keep it higher. Higher. <laughs> My kids were very resourceful. They figured out how to get to it. But circling back around to uh, what we were saying before, um, the, the question I wanted to pose to, to the table was, if you were to start your collection anew, what would be the titles that you would... Uh, would be your first grab. Like, what book would you be grabbing now? Unless are you currently of new books, new books, or what would what, what would you go back and buy again first? You know? No, new books. Like, if you were like, uh, I'm just gonna start brand new. So <clears throat> nothing, because because I read them digitally and I go, yeah, I, I would I wouldn't pay money for most of these. Uh, the newest uh, Man, are they that bad? Yeah, I, if anything I would buy would pretty much be DC right now too and there would be a short wow, list as well that's funny you know that you say that it's funny you say that because <laughs> I pulled the top books for July uh, 2016 still imported by uh, Diamond Comic Distributors so we're going with number one is Justice League number two Justice League Rebirth Batman Civil War 2 Batman Nightwing Rebirth uh, New Superman, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corpse Rebirth, Wonder Woman, Flash, Titans, comics. I'm actually jumping around now, but the, the huge difference is it's DC from start to finish. Pretty much on this list, I got one through 39, and I'm looking at DC from top to bottom, the only books that are jumping out from Marvel are in Civil War 2. And then down here on 23, looks like we got Star Wars, Amazing Spider-Man. Number 25? How dare they? Star Wars on Solo, Darth oh, Vader. The, the Star Wars books are good, too. I, that, those are Marvel. I would buy those. Yeah, yeah and then we got, okay. we got Walking Dead for Image, 
and Black Panther. And then, oh, look at this. 37, Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Keeping it real. Oh, uh, you know, Betty and Veronica number one. Yeah. They did uh, 18 covers yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. And whenever you do 18 yeah. covers, they always get on the top, whatever. Because people have, you know, yeah. they have 500 people by 18 covers, you're, you're doing good. <laughs> yeah. That's like putting out your album, putting out the remix, putting out the re-remix, putting out the mix with Kanye and the mix with Jay-Z. We used to ICP stuff. They just used the, the comic book method. We'd put out the same album with six different colored covers. You want the red one, the gold one, the blue one? Should buy it six times. Isn't that kind of cheating? <laughs> that was. Uh, it's definitely cheating, but if people want to buy six copies, we, why you should stop them? Spider Man number one, that was my first. Oh, cool yeah. Problem. <laughs> See, yeah, I was, I was out by then. The one that got me with was. Uh, and there was only two covers the, the Spider Man wedding, where they had the one with the oh, Peter Parker right. and one with Spidey. That's right. And I remember thinking, wow, they put out two separate covers. Why would they? Oh, yeah. and you remember how they used to? Different. No. You know, <laughs> the uh, one one was with the direct sales, you know, the little box, and the other one had the barcode. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. you, you had to get the one from yeah. Safeway. You know, the, yep. the the one with the uh, the the news, whichever one was the newsstand one was in less decent condition than the one I got from Comics and Comics. Always. You know, I used to just shove that shit in there. <laughs> Oh, and then we'd come up there and go, you know, flip through them and bend them in half. And we didn't give a shit. But you could always go to Safeway, though, and find a comic from like six months ago in the middle of that mess. And go, oh, cool, I found it. Yeah. That, that was always cool. That was always cool. They were like always several months behind in their distributing. Oh, <laughs> big time. Safeway. But, uh, yeah, I, I still remember going up to 7-Eleven across from Dover Park and seeing uh, Secret Wars, I believe, number four with the Hulk on the cover. Yep. That's like, that's, that's still to this day is one of my favorite books to read. Not only because Secret Wars is one of my favorite Marvel runs, but because uh, I love that story so much because you know, all the heroes got together and that was like my first time that I can remember seeing them all really banding together, different heroes from different books getting together and uh, putting their heads together to figure out the problem together. I always thought that was awesome. So with that being said, do you think, like, if you're talking about Marvel, with the top books that are out right now, yeah. do you think Civil War II would be a book that you can... I would, probably, I would probably start with that. That would probably be what I'd be buying, because I am a reverend. See, yeah, you you would buy it, and then like, see, and you can you can perform this test digitally by grabbing some files here and there. Mm -hmm. But it, you you buy that book, and even if you got the first issue, you're gonna look at it and go, okay, I don't understand any of this. And then you find the checklist in the back that shows you the other 87 issues you need to make sense of what you just read, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna skip the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that sounds like, about right. So what about yeah. the? Uh, all right, so for DC... They're selling to a pre-sold market that way. Like, if you're... Uh, the people who are going to go into the store and reserve the issues ahead of them being printed and stuff, those people are going to buy all that shit. There was a box set. You could pre-order the whole set for, like, 600 bucks. I'm like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, what if I wanted to start with DC Rebirth? Uh, it feels like, hey, we're... 
That's a good time for that. Yeah, that's it's a great time to start with rereading DC or starting with DC for the first time because they all just restarted, and they're actually trying to match up with a combination of what's in the movies and what we remember from fifty years of the past and the TV shows. Yeah, like they're combining everything into one batch. That is very interesting, especially when you look at the movies and the movies aren't using <laughs> everything. They're, they're keeping yeah. it separate there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. It's like, like we've, we've talked about this before. It's like, we have, we, they, they, it seems like DC will be more successful if everybody was on the same page. Got a continuity throughout the mediums. And, uh, well, they basically just uncrisised, you know, because now they have you know, multiple Supermans running around, some of them who are from different worlds, some of whom are just from different locations on the same world, you know, and they've got multiple Batmans, they've got, you know, Green Lantern Corps again, everybody's, you know, uh, they seem to have taken Wonder Woman and made her more like what the movie is supposed to be, I would guess. But uh, Yeah, that's what kills me. I, it, it kind of feels like when you're starting to run out of <laughs> ideas, the well starting to run dry, uh, let's give them more of... This. Or this. I, don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say so much. I would say that when you when you have these books and they do date back so far, yeah, you know, you do have to get something. I understand you have to give something for the new reader as well as oh, yeah, still that's... leave some canon for those of us that picked up the books back, you know, whenever. We and I would have to oh, say, yeah. you're about this. I, I, I still, even with that, I would still. Yes, that the hard part is is you still have to make it interesting. You still right. need a sellable book. That kind of uh, you know what's funny is that uh, I think that's kind of remember when those Batman stories or those Superman stories were getting super wacky, and while well, we don't remember when it happened, but I mean look back on it and see uh, with those crazy covers and crazy titles and all kinds of nutty stuff going on in the comics. It's like they were running out of ideas back then. Uh, that was all the first stuff I was exposed to. I mean, my dad's collection was from like 64 to 67. Mm-hmm. So it was exactly surrounding that Batman 66 era there. Where, you know, the Legion of Superheroes and Superboy were doing it. And every Superman thing was a crazy, what, what the hell is going on here? But especially Batman, right before they kind of rebooted him and put the yellow circle around the bat when he just had the gray left on there. You know, it was Batman versus space aliens. It was Batman gets turned into a zebra. You know, yeah, it's like all this completely that. crazy. Who is your Batman? Is it a Batman or is it a Batman? <laughs> I'm not like really. Me? For yeah, me, it's citizens, I'm the Batman. Yeah. That's mine. That's your Batman? For sure. What about you? Oh man, I wrestle with this constantly because uh, I, I hate myself because I really like uh, Batman Forever. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure, okay? I like it. Do I like Val Kilmer in it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do I hate myself myself for liking Val Kilmer in that? Yes. But right. does, but it's it's entertaining. That's what it is. That, that he he did he did a quality uh, Bruce Wayne he face. Quality he, Bruce he pulled Wayne. it off. 
That's what I'm I didn't about. like George Clooney doing it. That just looked ridiculous. That was why is the guy from Return of the Living Tomatoes playing Batman? <laughs> uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. Killer Tomatoes. Hell yes. So, all right. So I, I don't. For me, my Superman. Obviously, well, not obviously, but Chris Reed. That's my Superman. Superman Two is probably. Oh my yeah, favorite. that's my shit right that's there. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that was peak oh. Superman right there. Yeah, that, that was that was and and for me as a child, I couldn't see Chris Reeve in anything else. Like, no, oh, yeah. literally, there was nothing else that he did. Oh yeah, and I even acknowledged he did the it. Time travel goofy movie. Yeah, <laughs> I was man. like, what's Superman doing in this? I saw other movies like there was one cowboy movie. He was <laughs> I saw it was on TV the other day, and I really my brain was just like it refused even now. <laughs> To see Chris Reeve, yeah. even That's when, I, when I was uh, when I was on Smallville, mm-hmm. there was an episode where uh, Tom Welling, Clark Kent, had to get some information from this college professor, and they wheeled out, no pun intended, <laughs> Chris Reeve yeah. as the the top aficionado of Kryptonian whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like. Slow clapping, you know. <laughs> that's how you pay homage to the real Superman. Yeah, is you put him in. I couldn't tell in. you the rest of that plot uh, that episode. I mean, you pretty much probably find it on Amazon or Google or whatever. Yeah, those old. I was uh, not small on Smallville, but uh, I'll, I'll check that out. You know, <laughs> and I know we brought it up before, but uh, the Brandon Ralph and, and Henry Henry Cavill is not my Superman. I. I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah, he he he. Yeah, he doesn't look. He's he doesn't look like <laughs> Superman or Clark. He doesn't work either way. No. Well, I mean, he he looks good in the suit. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him that. He looks no, it's really his face. His body works, but his face looks wrong. Like they put the wrong action figure head on this thing. I'm saying he is way too handsome to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was weird. <laughs> I mean, he's a good-looking guy. That's what I'm to say. That was weird. That's what I'm saying. He's, anyway, he's he's distractingly handsome. That's what I'm saying. How does he cut a beard? Okay, what about the uh, remember, like Hancock? Like Hancock, yeah. Hancock was in the prison. Yeah, oh, that's right. He, he had, had to scratch his beard off because he was only he's the only thing. Can't use a razor. Yeah, to, can't use a razor blade on that. I'm yeah. too strong. Wow. Superman uses yeah, mirrors and his heat vision that's focused and uh, and burns they it. Should had, they should have had. They should have had. Now you know. Okay. Hey. <coughs> Excuse me. Is Dean Kane in the conversation? Dean Kane is in the conversation because I like Dean Kane as an actor. <coughs> Ever since I saw him in Out of Time as the Dick Cop, I was like, you know what? He's got range. <laughs> I love it. So. The Adventures of Lois and Clark, whatever, four or five seasons it was on. Yeah, I didn't watch one episode. You didn't watch one episode? Wasn't yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. Plus, it was on against like the Simpsons or something for a long time. It was yeah. on at the time when we were watching other shit, whenever it was. Or it was on against That's In Living true. Color or something like that. Yeah. It really, uh, and as, a, as, no as big of a comic book fan I was, yeah. and, and I actually like Terry Hatcher. I know. I, I did not watch this, but I do remember we went to a comic book convention, and there was the guy playing Superboy. Remember? And he had all his, he had all his stuff. Oh, out. that's right. And I can't even remember which. I, I don't think he was Superboy from the... Uh, 
Was he from the TV show? He, was, he had his stuff out there. Because it was so sad. Because I remember I was looking through his stuff, and I was like, oh, hey, I remember this. And he was like, yeah, you want my autograph? I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so nice to see him repping whatever he was. I, I yeah. want to say it was Lois and Clark, but I don't even know if it was that. Yeah, it could have been I, some other. I barely remember that exchange, but I remember kind of <laughs> that exchange. Yeah, that Superboy yeah. show ran for what three or four seasons. But, uh, yeah, yeah. they they, they had one guy the first season who didn't do very well, and they swapped him out immediately for a new guy for the remainder of the. But uh, so you probably met the second thing. guy. Yeah, was I remember the chick with the really really like steely blue eyes. Who I want to say she played either Lana or Lois. Mm-hmm. But I remember her because of the, her eyes. They were like. That was the chick from she had they those crazy it? witch eyes. <laughs> no, not that one. But she looked like she could have been her like younger daughter. Okay. Because yeah. she has those yeah, crazy witch eyes. <laughs> Still oh, like all witch. right, that's that chick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love her. It was just like feel like you're looking through my soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. She might be. But that being said, you never said who your Batman is. Uh and, oh, God. So many to choose from. Right? Oh. There's a lot of there's a lot of Batman's. I mean, my heart wants to say, especially since I was you know at the movie theater at the time. But, you know, Keaton, Keaton's Batman was that was the Batman that you know that was the Batman that pulled me into Batman. You know what's awesome about that Batman though is that when you first heard he was going to be Batman, was, you were like, Mister Long is going to be Batman. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I'm I remember you were you were like, man, he could be a good Bruce Wayne. I was like, yeah. no, he can't. Yeah, he's little like, Mr. Mom, dude. I don't see. <laughs> little Mr. He's a little dude, and it's not Batman. Yeah, but then it pulled it off because you're wrestling with him being your favorite right now with Bale's yeah. out there and with Affleck's out there. And I, uh, yeah, but take his movie and now take his movie and, and put anybody else in the role of the Joker. Is Michael Keaton as good? No, mm. it, it takes the it takes the team. It takes the team. Yeah, it takes. And uh, I would say, just looking back on it, you're going up against Nicholson. You got to hold your own. Yeah. Oh, big time. And Keaton can do so. But I mean, in the second one, there was Pfeiffer, there was Devito, there was Walken, and uh, that that movie, I, I didn't like it. Walken kind of he kind of phoned it in. <laughs> Did he? Uh, no, he hemmed it up. He was over the top, which which is what you yeah. pay Christopher Walken to do in a superhero film. He's got to do a lot of talking like Captain Kirk. Yeah. Oh God, he really. <laughs> I love it though. It was really his cadence. <laughs> his cadence is the best. What was Max? Shre- what was his name? Max Shrek. Max Shrek. You'd be damned if his. I'm damned. Slow. That's as good. You bought his watch, <laughs> so I took this uncomfortable hunk of metal on my ass. For another five years, ten years. To- <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Oh, walking. <laughs> it's good. You can't bring walking up without doing a walk-in impersonation. Yeah. My favorite joke I made up is, uh, "Why is Christopher Walken a crip? Why? Because he's always see <laughs> <C>. walking." <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Always a dick. <laughs> so. I liked uh, that Batman Returns, but I think people were not. It went 
way dark compared. I feel like first one was kind of dark. The, the second one, I think they went so far with it that it scared kids and stuff. You know. Yeah, they had uh, toy titans. Yeah. And there was Happy Meal stuff. Yeah. Kids <laughs> petrified. I'm afraid. scary. <laughs> but that Catwoman, I'll uh, put her above Halle Berry's Catwoman any day. Love you, Halle Berry. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this story. I was watching uh, this literally like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching Catwoman, and I was with my four year old, and he was digging it. And I was looking at him like, "Are you? Are you <laughs> like this?" Because it's like a TV show. For yeah, and he was just, and I was like, "My whole thing now is sometimes I gotta step back and look at these shows through the eyes of my children." Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, you're gonna grow up one day. You're like, oh man, that cat, how big Catwoman was the shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna Maybe. happen one day. Yeah. He might have just been into the the chick in the leather suit, you know. That's like, yeah. oh hey, what's this? <laughs> as, yeah, a, as a father, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, Halle Berry, she's great, <laughs> but nothing. <laughs> this is bad. And so then he watched uh, <laughs> with his son. He watched. Uh, oh God, what was the movie with Diddy and the bad guy? And, Billy Bob Thornton. Monsters Ball? Yeah. No, I'm not watching that one. You want to see a Halle Berry performance? Here's a Halle Berry performance for you, son. Oh, uh, right. Make me feel good. Uh, it's yeah. like uh, we watched They Live the other day, I was telling you, and, and I forgot the, the, like, the, literally the last 10 seconds of that film is where the nude scene happens, and oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> and he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> And he, said, <laughs> he said, well, now there's the second pair of not old boobs I've seen. And I'm like, not old boobs? Okay, like the lady was probably like 25. So I'm thinking, well, where did he see some old boobs from? Like the, he saw like strippers in Beverly Hills Cop he saw. And he saw Apollonia and Purple Rain. Those are the boobs I know of. I'm like, none of those were old. <laughs> you know, what do you consider old? No. I'm like, please don't be searching the internet for 13-year-old boobs. I need to set a filter up now. <laughs> yes, you do, because if they trace that back to you, this well, that's, that's only that's, Yeah, it's, I said, no, dude. <laughs> don't, be, don't be searching for girls your age, because that's not I'm good. Saying, because you'll be like, it wasn't me, it was my son. <laughs> Oh my god, that's an uncomfortable. It's just just best to avoid it altogether. (laughs) Yes. Sure, you're not going to say that, Mr. Murphy. Still funny. I'm telling you. What's the the right age to give that one to your kids, the whole uh, delirious slash comedian? Because I know for a fact that I got that tape in the seventh grade, and I was 11. You know, you guys were 12. So 11 and 12, you know, and my kid's 11 and in the middle school now. So it's like, well, he's at the age we were when we started listening to that stuff. You know. And, oh and I'm God. sure he would, he would give a bit, but, uh, like, some of it is so, like, beyond what's acceptable today now, you know. Like, the whole first, like, 10 minutes of that, if you play it now, seems like a, a, a hate speech. <laughs> I know, so right? Bad. It's it funny. Like you're watching it. Uh, it's still it funny, like, but now it's funny because, like, oh, it's funny as hell. It's funny, but when you laugh, you got it. You cringe a little. Too. I was right. like, what are we turning into? Though, like, because wow. that was, I was like, I, I, I didn't remember him using the word that much. So much. <laughs> I was like, 
eat yet. Like whenever it's everybody first, in the first line out there pretty much says, Well figure out not allowed to look at my ass while I'm on stage. You know? <laughs> Don't say it. You gotta move quick. <laughs> I heard they was looking for me. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> funny, I'll but man, that but funny. Mr. All of it though, like that's the clean part that we can go into, but the whole like the whole thing, man, you can't nah, he'd get yelled at for that now. And that's kinda wrong because really it's just it's still it's still funny, but now we're not allowed to, right. to think it's funny, you know. Meanwhile, the people who it supposedly offends probably sit there thinking, "This is funny," you know. I don't know. Can't, oh yeah, can't, I can't. I can't speak for that. I, I'd I have to. You'd have to ask some gay people if they're offended by it or not. You know, I think they get it. This, it's comedy. I had this conversation with a gay gentleman not a week or two ago, and uh, we laughed about that whole thing. So. He took it all there, there you so, go. Yeah. He's, 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 I would have to say to the individual, those the individual, but again, um, because of the world we live in, right when you're when, when I rewatched it again, I, there was a lot of cringe-worthy moments, and this is something that when you're saying Frank, we were like 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I had it in my Walkman. I'm walking back and forth to school, listening to. Delirious. Oh, yeah. To recite that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, listening to that whole thing on my wall, oh, yeah. and I come in and I, I'm ready to go. Phil Florn. Phil You know, we were saying whatever we could. Was that, that was with, was that with the Bill Cosby? Or was it a Raw? Raw had that. Raw had the Bill Cosby. He's like, I ain't saying no Phil Florn. I'm offended that you call me. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 and I call Richard. And I said, oh, Tell Bill, I said, have a quick and smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, wow. And who knew? <laughs> I know, right? Who knew? The man with the uh, I'm above it all mouthpiece was the one doing the worst. He's the most famous rapist. He did less once he set himself on fire. Yeah. Man, that was a good lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Set yourself on fire one time. You never want to do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, you want to hear some good stuff still, though. I mean, Richard, his stuff is still. Oh yeah, good. live. Oh, I think Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip is probably one of the best concert um, films, uh, comedy films yeah. ever. I've, I've heard other comedians, and I say other comedians like I'm. Putting myself <laughs> like you're in, <laughs> like you're in their world. Yeah. So I've heard other comedians. They all put that uh, that concert album on their their, yeah. their top five, their top three. Yeah. I mean, everyone. Yeah, from, yeah, I've heard it all from. You know, you got your Seinfelds, your Louis C.K.s, your your Chris Rocks, your mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. They call them the master. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, another bunch of stuff that I like. like you know, it's kind of hard to walk into a record store at this point and buy one of the, or whatever passes for that now, a Best Buy or Target, and walk out with one of those and be like, whoa, what's this called again? Okay, then, you know. A lot of his uh, records had provocative titles. Oh, yeah. They had the hard <laughs> ER on the, that nigger's crazy. Right. <laughs> hard ER. He was not pulling punches. Yeah, that was before they came up with the, the A. I think that happened around, like, 86. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
NWA may have completely invented that. It was the official yeah. first spelling like, okay. of it. Okay. So this is how we're spelling it now, guy. I can see him at like the uh, um, at the round table. Like, yeah. Okay. So this is how we're doing it, guys. It's, 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 it's like, and, and when you when you skip thirty years later, and they're at that same summit, and they're trying to take the word off the table. I know. It's like, all right, we've said right. enough. We've said enough. <laughs> We've said it enough. Now they're saying it. Yeah, can't have that. We've used all those words that we're allowed to use. We only had so many millions of them. You guys went through them in like 15 years. You were supposed to ration that shit out. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. I went through and I was uh, at my ball and I saw a group of about eight young uh, Filipino skateboarders and mm-hmm. I heard the N word <laughs> affectionately no less than about 30 times from the time it took me to hit from the curb yeah. to the door. Yeah. And it was, and when I walked by, the funny part was not an eye yeah, not a eye was batted, no. not a, and they just gave me the look of what's up, nigga. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, buddy? I mean, you have to. At this what point, you I'm going to like, at this point, all it is to them is a word. Yeah. And, okay. I, and that's it. Uh, well, and it's like this. That, we, that means friend. It's a word that means friend. And it means something more. Uh, and it's weird when you, when you get to a certain age. And, of course, you know, you, you, know, you speak the way you speak. And, you know, when you're at home and you're comfortable and you say whatever mm-hmm. you want. And it does for certain people in certain times. I mean, I'll even pull, like, what happened to Hogan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> conversation because speaking of the hard er <laughs> yeah i know right I, but you know i feel in hogan's world i feel like they use it not for the derogatory history part of the world right i feel like he uses it because he uses the word <laughs> oh for sure when you put the hard er on it when you're just at home chilling you use that word <laughs> like that you, yeah that's this what you, you do you were not just talking about an individual at that point you were using that as a spear <laughs> yeah you have to go the rick, rick rubin route you know you can you can go the rick rubin tougher than leather style and end it with an iz instead of an a or an er <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, I'm not sure what he means by that. <laughs> I guess I feel like you can massage it any way you want yeah. at this point. But going yeah. back to the story where I was saying, where, but seriously, when you're, when you're walking in and you see people of other races and yeah. when they're just so comfortable with it, and it yeah. does kind of like, hey, wait a minute, this was mine. It's like when you see, when you walk to your house, your friend came by, he's actually in your room, he's playing with your toys, you're like, what are you doing playing with my shit? It's like that. It's like, hey, that's my shit. <laughs> Almost. It's, it, it was the whole, you know, if you want to talk about the history of it, you know, it was definitely a derogatory statement meant to put down, meant to categorize, meant to demean. You mean Massa wasn't being loving when he was, was get not. over here, nigger! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, them niggas know each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice Sam Jackson. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and then there was a point in the 70s and 80s where it was the fight to take it back. We're taking it yeah. back. Yeah. We're taking uh, yeah, it back. It's like the, to begin with. Sort of the George Jefferson and, and Roots period there where there was that transition. Yeah. Where, like, did he just say that on TV? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was shocking. Shocked. Oh, oh boy. It was, and people people dealt with it and lived with it, and everybody laughed about it together. And it was like, okay, that's that is silly of all of us to even get you know be concerned about this stuff. You know, and now they've hidden it all away again. So now it's it's back to being weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in the '90s, of course, it was that the politically correctness movement, which everything derogatory. I mean. You get into a point now where, where you're working. I had a situation at my job, and because this is like real life situation, I'm gonna be very careful on how I say it. But there was a, a new seasonal just coming in, trying to you know trying to work really hard at the job so he can earn a spot. Because yeah. where, where I work, it's like when they hire you, it's really like a two step process. They're hiring you where you're you're there, you're doing all the work that everybody is doing, but your pay scale is different because of your your entry level. Your entry level. Yeah. You know. And you're trying to get on full time. You're trying to make uh, you know, a better life for yourself, whatever, whatever, go. whatever. I will cut to where, you know, there was a guy who was in this position and he got frustrated and he said something to another employee and I'm seriously just gonna paraphrase this, but he was talking about another female um, employee and he said some very derogatory hateful comments mm. and he did say something along the lines of if this blah 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 says another thing to me i'm gonna you know and then he made a, a, a threat a physical threat Ooh. now this is in 2016 yeah. and the guy who did it he looked to be at least in his mid-30s so there's no, no you you should know better mm-hmm. you know and i don't know why you felt like you can just say whatever you want to another employee not thinking well maybe you thought hey i'm just gonna vent to this guy and he'll just be like that's cool but it's like dude i don't know you dude you you're brand new right and, and we stick together here she so she was an employee for a while too, oh yeah, no, yeah this, she's so, an employee that's so been this is a new guy who's yeah. not in on a thing but thought that he would be cool because he was venting to another dude yeah and maybe he right. thought there would be like some dude solidarity like but, yeah man i know what you're saying <laughs> yeah Maybe he thought that was going to happen. I don't know. Not in this guy's head, not in his psyche. I tried to check his temperature a couple of times because he had, he was starting to get a kind of a rep of being like a, like a sourpuss out there. And I'm like, hey, man, you good? You got you know, yeah. you know, but long story short, they was, they was, they was like they officially waiting for him to clock in the next day at work because uh-huh. it took it was a hot 24 hours from when it happened to somebody got told that things spread like wildfire yeah. and they was like they was waiting on him to come yeah. and at least the guy had the good sense to basically volunteer termination like didn't show back up he just never came because I think he got an idea when he left shift yeah it was the all the story was already going around Oof. and i think he had a very good idea that he he just he fucked up and he might as well go look for other employment and <laughs> yeah man i tell you what in this day and age you can't just see <laughs> stuff out there yeah i mean you know. and especially when you're having a hateful derogatory comment towards someone who let's just say is like a a triple minority. Let's say Ooh. you are a a gay, a gay black female. female. Yeah, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying it was, it was a double minority. I saw that. <laughs> <to say. laughs> 
I've said too much. It was a double, but I've said too much. He did not go for the trifecta. He stopped. He stopped a little short. Gotcha. <laughs> like if you went for the trifecta, dude, you're. So, but see, a lot, of, a lot of the hiding it away is what leads to that kind of stuff. Though, like, you know, I, for example, I, I say, well, my kid heard uh, some rap song and you know it had a string string of n words in there, and he's like, what is that? You know, he's like, what does that mean? So I kind of had to explain it a little bit. And, uh, but he's never heard the the root, you know, the er version. He's never heard anybody say it you know, angrily about somebody who did whatever they didn't like, or he's never heard it in from the, anybody in the house. He's never heard it on any of his TV shows that are mostly cartoons, you know. So he had no frame of reference whatsoever. So like you're saying about the Filipino kids, all he knows about that is that this dude in the song is saying about how great those guys are, you know. That's that's his frame of reference there. So he's like, well, what what is this word, you know. And I said, you can't use that word, <laughs> you know. Don't go around saying, what's up, you know. So it's not cool. Yeah, so, but yeah. but to him, like there's there's no negativity involved in it yet. No one has put that there. You know. Yet, I, I'm sure it's coming. You know, now that they're going to start studying more history and. I, uh, uh, oh yeah, it's uh, there's one page dedicated to it in the history book. It just says, "Digger, you open it, <laughs> open it up with like one spread." Uh, that takes care of. That's, the, that's uh, only in the uh, the books that they print for Texas. They don't put. They don't start in the other forty nine states. <laughs> wow! Now you just alienated <laughs> our Texas listener. Our Texas, now, our Texas hey. listener. Yeah, we have more listeners in like South Korea than we do in Texas. It's all good. Um, What's up, my niggas? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, we had a, we had a situation um, a few weeks ago um, where. My daughter. I'll, I'll just. I'll just. Again, paraphrase a lot. But my, my daughter was having an issue because she, she's going to be hanging out with some friends, and there was one of her friends in particular who liked to use. Uh, she like she dropped n bombs on the regular, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things like, oh man, this is a friend, and I like her. Drops a lot of n bombs, and <clears throat> uh, not of course, but my daughter is of mixed race. And her friend that she was referring to was just straight white. And it's, oh, it's, oh. it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's just like her, her friend, and she's just kind of like, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's offensive to me, you know, I prefer that you don't, you know. And then after no, you, try, that. You, know, all, you know, you try to say it to a person, but, you know, people got, you know, if you want to say free speech or whatever, you know, people say what you want. And then ultimately it's my daughter's choice whether or not you want to hang out with this particular person. Uh-huh. Only because if you are out in public with somebody and it's like, you know, you got to be, like, you. You be aware of your surroundings sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, something like, unless you got a, you know, a sign around your neck that says, you know what your actual race is. Oh yeah, there you are going to be people that are you can be in a certain group, and then somebody just going off dropping m bombs, mm-hmm. and the, the the there's another group of people that may walk in and get highly offended, and right. want to snatch you up and show you what's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did that. you guys uh, did you guys watch Atlanta? No, watch that. I haven't watched it yet. It's out. Uh, like uh, directly what you're talking about, you'll you'll see that in there and go, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, serious, uh, you know, that's a that's a bit of a problem these days. <laughs> I would just jump ahead a little bit and say that, all right, so then 
don't even ask me how. <laughs> but I guess when my daughter was talking to her mother about this situation, yeah, you know, upset because you know, oh, yeah. like my oh, daughter geez, had made it. a mention. I remember that. Yeah, she kind she she my daughter kind of made mention of it when she was trying to tell her friend, like almost like you know, don't say it. I mean, it's not it's not okay for you to say it. I mean, it's okay for me to say it, but not for you to say it. Mm-hmm. And even though, she, and then it was kind of like, and then I guess when my ex wife she kind of took umbrage with what what my daughter's kind of she was like, what makes it, what makes you think it's okay, it's for, okay you for you to say, say it? it. And then my, you know, my daughter was like, well, because I'm black, <laughs> so that's why <laughs> it's okay for me to say it. <laughs> and it's just, you're only half black. Yeah, like, and that half is okay to say. Oh my god! Like, please, like, come on, mom, you're the one that slept with a black guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like you slept with me, but <laughs> but, I, but again, oh, I, I want to say that my daughter is also saying in the same sense, I am offended. She's like of that age group where it's like. I'm the other way. It's like it, it happens a lot. I am offended by it. I personally don't choose to use it. However, if I did, it's okay. Yeah, there you go. More so it's, than the Lily White girl the, who's just saying it it's the over most, and over. Yeah, and over. I know. It's the most double standardist thing really ever, is. and I don't understand why it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. So well, I think it's kind of like it if, you're this, if you're in the Marines or you're the survivor of a POW camp, and you guys all had your insider code word or whatever that just meant this important thing to you. And then some dickhead comes along and starts using that word like they didn't even know what it means. <laughs> right. You know, you you're not allowed to walk up and just do that. It's the same kind of thing. Like that's this word belongs to these people. That's not your word. You know, come up with your own word for your shit. Uh, don't use that one. But like now they're just kind of saying, fuck that word. It doesn't mean these people anymore. Now it means like, you know, homie or whatever. Yeah, but it doesn't. It still means right. Well, that's that's the problem. Is in, until hundreds of you know generations of people are dead, it's still going to mean that other thing too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it might say that to your twelve-year-old friend, but if you say it to his fifty-year-old dad, you're going to get a different look. You know? There you go. Right. And I can only imagine who who who, who do we blame? Do, do we blame? We blame Obama. We blame Obama. No, Why not? <laughs> um, I, I don't. I don't know if there I is a blame. Is, who do we blame? we blame? Blame ourselves. Honestly, the the source you go at the same source who defined it is where we start pointing the blame. You got to start with Ice Cube and Dre. I mean, really. <laughs> uh, were there were there any more uses of that word other than that? I mean, between the first the two NWA albums, I mean, Ice Cube and Easy E, there's like thousand you know that that's where it started to spread and then eat iced tea you know and uh all that stuff i mean ice cube at lollapalooza 92 had us well ten thousand white kids singing the n-word you love to hate you know yeah 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 and i but except except none of us were saying n-word i was just leaving it mute Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if there's ten thousand people out here. Somebody's gonna hear me. Yeah. yeah. What's up, fool? It's the you love the hate. Exactly. That's we'll, it. Say, we'll all chant. We'll all chant. Fuck you, Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> but we get kind of quiet when it's the you love the hate. <laughs> no, dude. People loved it. That that was like they had permission for five yeah. seconds to say it. People yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
we have a we have a guy we have a guy in our group and basically uh when we used to run a lot i'm talking about in our early mid um it's 20s uh this was a, i mean he used the n-word a lot habitually he he overused it in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. he was he was of he was of mixed race he was uh, he was half white and half uh, mexican um however um he looked lily white though yeah he kind of you know and uh where was i going with this oh yeah so he got into it one time because he was saying it dropping dropping in bombs you know just talking regular yeah just for, regular speaking. for him and somebody checked him on it and he you know so he can say what he wants and blah 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 they got into a little dust up or whatever and i remember at one point you know it was just like you know that oh, happened yeah but at that point though it's like well whose side am i on i mean i'm not offended by it because this is my friend saying it i mean he says it a lot he says it more than we do but it's not offensive it's, 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 we know the context in which he's using. mostly he says it loudly <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was <laughs> The worst, the most offensive part about it would be if we were in a public forum yeah. and saying it. Like, when we're at like at the local venues or something, yeah. and you look at some white guy go, "Nigga, what?" And it's like, but he's saying it like <laughs> it's true, <laughs> serious. And you're like, sometimes I look around and I'm even like, "Oh God, I'm offended." Come on, man. <laughs> oh, I say you, you wait till there's a big crowd around and then you start acting like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, wait for people to just go nuts. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think as far as I ever, as far as we ever know, long we ever know him, he's, oh, yeah. he's never apologized about it. Well, there's no reason to because it's been a part of his vernacular and it's like, well, all right, I guess this is just him. So we're going to accept it. I mean, because even, even with that, he still grew up where he grew up. He was yeah. still around the people he was around. Right. And that was the that way we talked to each other. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, why would we say, hey, all right, it's time to, to switch up, stop speaking in that manner. I mean, he doesn't do it when he's on a professional call, but Thank so God. He, I mean, he knows how to talk <laughs> yeah. when he's at work as well with the homies. But, you know, but it definitely white had, collar professional. But yeah, but definitely he's had those uh, situations where you know sometimes you know when you have your work friends and then you might your work friends might come with you to like a, a personal setting. Mm. And then they're sitting there like, oh, oh mouth agape like, yeah, oh like, my god, wow, how is this how you are? Yeah, because I've had that before where I've invited friends from work to come to like one of our little barbecues or something like that. Oh yeah. Or uh, we what we what we used to do, what me and my wife used to do, we used to have like these uh, we call them family family dinners, but it was just a reason to like really a week on a Wednesday and just have a big barbecue potluck, let everybody come over. Well. I would have, I would invite, you know, people from work and stuff like that. Hey, this is what we're doing. A whole bunch of people come over. I got a big backyard, bring the kids. And, you know, that's oh, the whole yeah. thing. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool. You know, Kurt, yeah, we'll come. And then they will show up. And then they would hear me talk around my friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it would always be that difference. It's just like, yeah. wow, this is not Kurt's at work. Oh, yeah. Kurt's at work. work, Kurt. Yeah. Uh, I'm at home comfortable, Kurt. Yeah. But just in front of people, <laughs> yeah, that's a different Kurt. Because usually at work, you know, I, I mean, I'm at work. You know, I always treat work like, you know, like I'm at church or something. It's like you're not going to hear a bunch of, you know, mother fathers this, and you're not, you're definitely not going to hear me call nobody a nigga. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Not even the niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's knowing how to conduct yourself. I mean, <clears throat> thank you, mom, and you know, Sharon and Margie. Thank you for teaching us how to act in public. I mean, act a certain way in public, and then you act a tell you what, my kids look crazy when Nana starts, you know. Oh man, rip and, and Nana's got the worst mouth, the man. Worst mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> the kids were sitting there like this with my mom, me, my mom, my brother. We we had some type of argument. We was getting into something, and my mom just letting it started letting. It oh rip. yeah, and oh, they god. were both a couple of motherfuckers. Yeah, and just. I think she said she hated you too. Yeah, she was like, "Y'all niggas don't know shit." And then my, the kids are like, "Nana <laughs> called daddy a nigga, daddy, daddy and uncle." Yeah, this is crazy. We like, "Mom, <laughs> that was that was very uncomfortable." I I, I, I turned into eleven year old me and sat back. Oh, I am not here. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually about to go home, man, because yeah. I can actually leave now. Yeah, this is this is a very uncomfortable. Yeah. Now. <laughs> You, Mom, you made this really uncomfortable. It's time for you to go back to New York. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm like, holy mackerel. It's time for you to go back home. It got real. This trip is over. <laughs> the fire's too motherfucking big, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. I don't know. We might, might have to end on that. That was good. That was good. Oh, man. That was good. The Retro Flares 252. I'm Cool Water Curry. I'm Robbie D. And this is Frank G. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>